Let me holler for a second, yeah, it's gonna be fun. Or maybe for a minute if you ain't gotta run. Better make it a half hour, I promise, honey bun. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons, Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast, yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Sons, Raymond, and Sons. Are we working better this time? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> What's going on, Raymond and Sons? This is the Raymond and Sons podcast. It's myself, Harry, with my main man, Rod. Yo. We're going to try a check two on this one. I'm hoping that this one looks better. Yeah, you still frozen, on, but and well, we, yeah, we, you know, you'll move every once in a while. All right, so right now it's telling me that I've been recording for 27 seconds and I'm frozen again. Yes. All right, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try the. As right, long as I can hear you, we good. And I just keep this in. All right, I guess you're the one that's gonna be taking the lead on this one. Right now I'm <laughs> frozen, but recording. So everybody, Rod is the producer now. Yes. Yes. Happy 2020, first of all. 2020. That's a good year. We're gonna have that 2020 vision. Yeah, you know, like we said before, we'll be in the same location majority of the time, but today's special special circumstances came up, so we ain't going to be in the same place. It's my wife's birthday weekend, so she's out doing her mani-pedi, going out to lunch, and I've got to make sure that I continue getting the husband card by taking care of Ophelia, making sure that she's napping, doing the laundry, doing the husband duties so that my oh. wife can do her thing. You trying not to sleep on that nice couch behind you, huh? I mean, it is a nice couch, but <laughs> you know, I got to make sure that I, I maintain that husband of the year thing so that I can continue doing this podcast. So, Okay. Respect that. Respect that. Yeah. So 2020, so far, great start to 2020. Dude, tell me about that Trevor Noah show that we were watching yesterday. How did you feel oh, about man. that? The Hard Rock, talk to me about it. First of all, thank you for the tickets. Man. Trevor Noah and the whole crew, his whole crew. I, I didn't see the first guy, but I heard him. Mm-hmm. Um, they did their thing, man. Trevor Noah, very, very funny. That's my first time seeing him stand up. Very funny. I mean, that guy, he... I mean, the type of jokes that that man was telling was on a different level altogether. Like, these were yeah. intellectual jokes. Like, if you're not right. able... If you, don't if know you what's ain't going on your on, current events, oh, no. you ain't gonna understand none no. of that. I mean, what I what I thought I'm trying to think. What was the funniest thing that I thought he was talking about? You know, I think when he was talking about everything was funny. Everything was funny, but I think talking about how a president needs to be a good pilot. Oh yeah, that was oh. That was pretty good. Again, I don't want to ruin it for some of y'all who want to watch it. You know, he did his thing, man. He, he did, did his thing. His thing. You know, in in the when you got a true comedian, you really appreciate him when you start going through your activities of daily living every day and you think about his jokes like for yeah. me one of the jokes that he was talking about was gosh that's abcs and you know being able to know the alphabet and i was reading my daughter one of the abcs and how people may not know well do you know what letter is after q and how he was saying that you may have to sing the abc <laughs> <laughs> you sung the song huh? <laughs> you know so just reading to ophelia and yeah it's right i mean everybody Things ABCs that same way, so y'all don't get it. Y'all just gotta go to the show and watch it. Yeah, when he said the joke, and he was like, 
y'all don't even know what's coming out the queue. I, I did because you know my name started with R, so there you know. go. <laughs> you need, you I need. knew immediately, but everybody else was singing the song and he called. You saw their it. head bob like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so no, that was good. And again, it was it was a good opportunity. Again, it was it was for my wife, my wife's birthday, and. Again, I think family time is so important, especially with everything that you got going on right. in the year. Very busy, busy 2020, but it's very important just to be able to take the time out, relax, enjoy family, and I think we were able to do that. That's really good. Yeah, we had a great time. What do you think about the Hard Rock itself? Oh, man, nice. If y'all ain't seen the new Hard Rock Guitar Hotel in South Florida, oh, man, y'all need to get here. Magnificent. I mean that guitar hotel is huge. The yeah. the beacon that you can probably see all the way from Mars. <laughs> My wife, whenever we drive by there, she's like, man, that's just some sort of alien communication. And one of these days, you're oh, just yeah. gonna be back. Oh yeah. Gonna if a spaceship all the way from up there, go all the way straight down. Yeah, a spaceship fly by, he go see the beacon. He landed there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Gosh, but no, but, that that was a good look. That was a good time, and I think everybody enjoyed themselves. Yes. Yeah, it was a good time, you know. Got something to eat at the Hard Rock after. Hung got a little bit, so the traffic died on. And drove out of there with no problems. I mean, how many people were at that concert again? Or that, that comedian club? Uh, 7,000. 7,000 people. And that's not yeah. even the biggest arena part in Hard Rock. And now, uh, yeah, 7,000 people. But now, Trevor Noah, you know, big up the house. You were awesome, and I think I may actually start watching Daily Show after that performance. And I oh, you have been, oh man! I you, mean, I know about Trevor Noah. I mean, I watch the Daily Show every night. I mean, you know, he's a funny guy, he's a smart guy. But I think when I started really respecting him was I was able to watch an episode of The Breakfast Club, oh, the, and oh, I ended up, ended up seeing that interview, and just to see how quickly. It didn't matter what the current event was. He was very knowledgeable about the current event. Oh, yeah. And he was able to say his thing, but also add some jokes to it, but also made you think. So I thought that was very good. And then even at the show yesterday, there was somebody that had thrown out a comment. And again, I don't want to ruin the show, but somebody threw out a comment and he was able to hear it. He was able to correct the person and he was able to lay knowledge and make it funny at the same time. So again, oh, yeah. that's, that's an art. Yeah, the man ain't one. And you're not gonna stop him. Not current events. No, uh, and just how busy that man is going from filming, you know, Monday through Friday, then flying on a weekend doing his tour, coming back. I mean, that man is hustling. So whatever you get owed to you, you definitely deserve it. Yeah. Shout out to Trevor Noah and the crew. All right. So we talked about that, and then um, yeah, we ready yeah, to talk about the... sports, or you, yeah. you want to talk about anything else before the sports? Oh, no, we can go straight to it. Let me give LSU they props. They proved right. me wrong. <laughs> LSU, gosh, National they... champs. I mean, they, they did it to Clemson. I mean, Clemson was an undefeated team. They went there. I mean, yes, they were at home, but I, I, that was not a home field advantage thing. That was just... No. That offense did their thing. Yeah. That defense did their thing. And, I mean, there were points in the game where, again, LSU was down. Oh, LSU yeah. It was down in the second quarter. You know, you thought that, you know, Clemson, you know, in the second yeah. quarter, they, they were able to figure things out. They ended up bleeding and then turned the it switch was, and it didn't yeah. stop. It, it was, I don't know what kind of defense Clemson running that one-on-one, no help over top with them kind of receivers, man. You can't do that. I think the problem is they thought they were playing against that Big Ten team. That's the problem. Yeah, Ohio State, you know, 
they can't outrun us. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. You playing the boys in that swamp land. So they so. they were those LSU Bayou Tigers. They did their thing. So, again, yeah. Matt Prop. Shout out to them. I got to say that, you know, I had an opportunity to watch Joe Burrow a couple of games because, yeah. you know, they had some big SEC yeah. team games. And, again, I'm not an SEC guy, but once it starts getting closer though. to the end. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a- Joe, you enjoy that championship because it's all downhill for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, is he going to be playing for the Bengals? Is he playing for Cincinnati, the Bengals? Cincinnati, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Cincinnati people, but... Woo! <laughs> I mean, I'm let, let, uh, okay, let's talk about the Bengals a little bit. So, mm. let's say he does go on the Bengals. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're looking at the offensive of the side, you know, you got a receiver. You got Would A.J. Green consider sticking around if he finds out they got Jerboro? Yeah, he on the contract, so you really don't have no choice. But um, I mean, he he was injured all year long. Currently, no. If you if he had an option, you'd probably be like, hey, I'm gonna go over here. But okay. you know, he's a stand up guy, so he's gonna honor his contract. But and he's got something to prove because he didn't play all year last year, so you got that. Right. And then you got Joe Mixon. Yeah. What do you think about the running back? I mean, they got he do his I mean, thing. They got somebody. Yeah, you know they're gonna do their thing, but you know, you know. so. They, they they've got, got their. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're you know the killer three, but I mean. No, nah, not over that in that division. Got Big Ben coming back to prove everybody that he's not ready to go. You got that that phenom in Baltimore. Come on, like. I mean, are they gonna be the worst team in the league? I want. It's all about growing pains. He yeah. got to understand he can't do what he's doing in LSU now. No, no, most definitely with that. Um, but would he be a good, I mean, is he, he's going to be the number one pick. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least playing in college. I mean, again, he had top wide receivers in college. I mean, his wide receiving core, I mean, the amount of Wait, players. You know, he's going to have a top, he's going to have, you know, AJ stick around. He's going to have a top wide receiver in the NFL. So you got him having to prove something. And mm-hmm. even other receivers on the Bengals, I mean. They had to grow up while AJ was gone, so I think that was good for the rest of the receivers. So, I mean, yes, yeah. it's not going to be LSU having fun, doing whatever, being the best team, having the best nah. players. But it's going it's going to be a little growing pain, and it, he got they got some weapons. I got with Joe said Joe learning curve is. Half of what you know he doing at LSU, I still got him fourth in the division. Oh yeah, I mean definitely next year. I mean next year, yeah. I mean having a rookie quarterback. <laughs> and as he, he come out and do some Patrick Mahomes type stuff, but you know well, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes got a lot of weapons. Yeah, but Mahomes even sat out a year before he started, so I mean he's coming in, you know, year yeah, he's two. Like, what? Ten games, twelve games. Yeah, and then you had Andy Reid. I mean Andy Reid is an offensive genius, so. Yeah, but he had a lot of weapons, though. You know, Patrick Mahomes. He came in with like a little cheat code. He got Tariq here. They got Sammy Watkins. He had Kareem Hunt and then Damian Williams. His Kareem, a faster version of Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, the now the best tight end in the NFL. I mean, just that team. If you think about that team, Alex Smith was quarterback of that team. I mean, they're a playoff team, and then. All you did, you pretty much said Alex Smith. I mean, he got hurt. I mean, he ended he up just throwing. added a, bat, a better arm. 
than mm-hmm. Alex Smith. Oh no, most definitely. But mobility, seeing... I still give it to Alex Smith because mm-hmm. I think he's faster than Patrick. No, <laughs> no disrespect, Pat. I... But... <laughs> well, you don't need to be fast. I mean, yeah, when you pack home and you're able to let go of the ball like that, I mean, yeah, Alex yeah, Smith, right. If you can throw it, because... looking the you know, looking the other way, I'm, that, that trumps being fast. Gosh, so. so... Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, I think they got some talent. I mean, it's going to take them a little while. But you're right. I mean, the conference, that division, the people that they got playing, you know, do I see? I see them, again, more than, more than what? They won two games, three games? I don't remember how many games, but um, are they going to be better than the Cleveland Browns? Three. They'll be better than the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Colin, who's the Cleveland Brown coach. That's why I still got Cleveland third in the division. It's all about who's um the coach and can he control the locker room? Mm-hmm. If he could do that, if they get a, a coach that can do, you know, what he's getting paid to do, mm-hmm. second, Baltimore first, yeah. Cleveland second, talent-wise, and then Pittsburgh. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about that locker room. I mean, you heard about Obel, Odell Beckham. <laughs> what is he doing on national TV? Paying and- college players? Giving college players money, and then even, even Joe Burrow, Joe, Joe Burrow even said, "Yeah, yeah, Joe, give me money? come on, yeah, Joe, don't throw your man, don't throw the man under the bus." He said, "I'm not college anymore. I got an agent. I'm going to the NFL." Yeah, <laughs> you forgot about your teammates. They got to play next year. <laughs> so he said that, and then, but you also saw the on on the video, he was giving dap and stuff to some of the other players and yeah. showing that money in that camera view. Then oh, no. you know. Give him what's Cincinnati up. Cincinnati was two and fourteen. Okay, two and fourteen. Yeah. So what's going on with Beckham? You know, smacking. Yeah, the police. Oh my. Eddie. And when you that saw, was, I don't know if you saw emotion. the video. Yeah, that's straight emotion. That was just, <laughs> just. You know, he played there. He ain't, you know, he ain't make it that far. He ain't make it near that. But and he I he was happy though. So that was straight emotion. I was probably a little vodka. <laughs> I saw that video and you you see him in the locker room. You see the officers talking to some of the players, and all, all of right. a sudden you see Odell, you know, you know, give the smack. And then you saw the officer turn around and he was about yeah. to do something, and then he sees Odell, and then he kind of like stands down the place. Yeah, like you gotta ask the officer. It's also like he was offended, then you know they can pursue charges or whatever. At least, I'm but the officer didn't react right there. I mean, no, you, he thought about it for a second, and he tried yeah. to play it off. I mean, if I was Odell, I would have been like, you know, you, you give the the butt tap, and then you go give over, maybe give him the hug, give him a little dab, and say, hey, man, we won, we won. At least try to play it off. But what was he right. thinking? Like, out of all the people, the why vodka. was he smacking a random <laughs> Like I said before, that was the vodka. Oh. He looked God. like a vodka guy. So I'm, um, we're going to chop it up to that. But that the man. money thing... He should have never did. Not on camera. You know, whatever they got on the side or whatever, you know. Even though the college player deserve to get paid in front of the camera, but. I agree. So, what does any. Are we going to talk about NCAA stuff? What is the NCAA going to do? What is the NFL going to do? Or are we just going to wait for do, the. They ain't going to do nothing. They already said it was fake money, so it's fake money. Oh, okay. Okay. That's they already put out say. a statement. That's what fake we're going to say. It's fake money. Okay. Fake money. Oh, they're walking around with fake money? Yeah, fake money. Okay. And All next right. time, Joe, when you do an interview about some stuff like that, it, it, it's fake money, Joe. Joe, 
Come on, he's got some learning curves. Until you start getting NFL money, then all that real money. Yeah. To the end. He that's one thing that he may need to learn. Then I mean, he he may have that leadership, he may have the arm, but he needs to learn how to say stuff in front of the camera. Right. You know. You know. He get a publicist and an agent, and they'll train him and get him up to par. So he'll make a better (laughs) decision next time. What? No comment. Yeah, no comment. You can't go wrong. No comment. Yeah, that's my favorite. No comment. Yeah. (laughs) I'm gonna keep that in locker room. You know, I'll keep that in private. Yeah. Learn those catchphrases. Yeah. No comment. (laughs) And if you ain't directly involved, (laughs) hey, talk to the party that was involved. That always helps. I don't have any recollection. I think that's another one that you can say. Yeah, I seen him in there, but I don't know what he was doing. Or you just be straight up beast mode. I'm yeah. just here just not get fined, right? Yeah, you know. Shout out to Marshawn. There you go. That's always come in handy. Yes, 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 yes. All right, so that was good. I think that was good. Good segue. All right, so we talked a little bit about the championship game. We <sighs> talked a little bit about Odell and his off-the-field antics, antics again. I mean, yeah. last year the man was off-season for the line, right? Smoking, like, you know, hitting a line off of somebody or something like that. I think uh, the crack the crack off of the model or something like that when he was <laughs> it was crack it was cocaine it wasn't cocaine it was residue oh uh, I, I'm sorry Odell no okay okay it, it looked like BC powder to me oh okay yeah, <laughs> so he had a headache right yeah 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 BC powder but I think that was two years ago two years ago was that last year I don't know you know he a giant so I'm a patriot so you oh, know, okay. I don't follow them cats all right. So uh, yeah, so he, Odell, just chill, just chill. I mean, yeah. when you've got Jarvis Landry who's actually behaving, All you right, know, score a touchdown and do what you do. But yeah, you got to calm it down a little bit off the field, man. It's gonna be they're gonna try to they're gonna try to get you out of there. Gosh, I mean, you got a squad. You just gotta just get your head down. Don't be like Antonio and and just mess himself. Can we talk about Antonio for a minute? That's my boy, man. AB, a fool, so, man. Talk to me, man. I mean, that, that's another dude from down here, Hollywood. I mean, he's he's representing down South Florida. I need him with you, a reality you know, show. You know him. AB you know his real... crew. Do you know anybody that that hangs out with him? What is going on? Like, like I don't really? know nobody that. Uh, no, nobody knows nobody who knows nobody. <laughs> no, I don't know nobody that knows him. But right, help me hey, understand. I'm a fan. No, I'm. I'm look. He's a player. He can play. He just needs to get his mind in the game. But I don't understand. Like, he goes from... Zero to 100. Yes! Like, <laughs> last year... He's from you know, South he Florida. That's what they do. He started beefing with his co-wide receiver, getting all mad. And then he pretty much asked to leave. And I still think they had a pretty good thing. But, okay, he wants to go do his thing. That's fine. All right. Be yeah. alpha dog because he feels like Big Ben, you know, is trying to take away from, you know, him and his... His franchise's brand, okay, fine, do whatever. Right. And then you decide, okay, I'm gonna go somewhere, I'm gonna get me, and then he goes to the Raiders. You think, okay, he's outlandish, he's loud, he's flamboyant. You figure Oakland would be a good look for him. I mean, he's out in LA, he's in Oakland, you know, he's got the cameras, you know, the nah, when he's out in Oakland, I'm like, man, if that money, nah, if he's like, oh, right, you know, if I knew him, he, and I call him, like, hey, what's up? Oakland give me this. I like okay, no problem. <laughs> well, I, I guess the way that I figure is they still rebuilding you know, over there. John trying to get the team to his image, so you know. Yeah, you but got, I mean, I figure I, for him, he 
I feel like he needs the structure, and that's why he was like I was reading articles about you, you Antonio. can't have structure if you know in rebuild mode. But I, when I was reading stories about Antonio, Antonio was always the person that they gave the leeway to because he was just a talent. Like I was reading about how he was in junior college and how he yeah. eventually got to college, and then every coach said, "Hey, you just gotta." Let let him bend the rules a little bit. If everybody's supposed to be at work at eight o'clock, it becomes an eight fifteen. Don't find him. Yeah, you know everybody gets that thing. occasionally. So, yeah, so he was doing his thing, but I feel like I think Pittsburgh was the best thing for him to keep him into that structure. Clearly, once he leaves Pittsburgh, and you see, I mean, that just shows you how good of an organization that Pittsburgh no, was was to be able no, to handle yeah, him. Pittsburgh, you know, good, uh, but Patriots when he was with with us. Well, see, we we let let's finish let's finish first with what was going on with. You know what? Did he even? He sat out. He sat out all for training camp. He was mad because of his helmet. Right. He was making this huge deal about that. And I get it. as a player, fine. You you feel like you need to have your helmet. But oh, yeah, you got to be got to be comfortable now. Yeah, you got to be comfortable. But that I mean the way. And so I don't know if the helmet that was the NFL. They just want to say no, do this because they say it's for patient for player safety and everything. But at the same time, he wasn't comfortable and he was just yeah. mad. So he wilded out about that, right. and then he wilded out. About I, I don't even remember. I just know he didn't even play. He didn't even play any preseason game, right? Uh, he, I think he played one. I'm not for sure. I watched her, um, Hard, Hard Knocks. Right? So, yeah, I only watched because he was on that. But yeah. um, I think he played one. But, you know, with the helmet thing, you know, that's 10 years. But the yeah. way that I look at it, too, is... I like, I like putting on underwear every day, man. I mean, they got better technology out there. I mean, I figured they got newer helmets that are lighter, that yeah, are structured in your safer. view, though. Um, you're telling me that he couldn't find a helmet. I mean, look, look safety's nah. important. He he he's used to what he's used to. Yeah, but, but it it's gonna take you, more he couldn't than find four another weeks. Helmet. To, yeah, it's gonna take a four more than four weeks to get used to a helmet. They should have told him that last season, last game. Like, hey, man, that helmet done. All season, you need to play with this. Try to either get you know get a man heads up. Don't wait till he come to training camp, and then be like, oh yeah, you can't use that no more. I don't know. And I think you got knew. three weeks to get comfortable, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, he play wide receivers. You know, we put buzz eyes on wide receiver, you get blasted. So you got to have your head. You got to have all the view. I think he knew, and he thought he was Antonio Brown, and he now, knew he knew about the system. Yeah. Yeah, if he knew then, and they told him that he's hey, you know, after week, whatever, you can't play with that, then that's a different story. I don't know the ins and outs, if they gave him the heads up or not, but but when I seen on Hard Knocks, they told him, like, week one, or when he reported, oh, yeah, you can't use that no more. I mean, the only reason why I feel like he probably knew, I mean, his agent, Drew. I mean, Drew. Former agent. Former agent, yes, former agent. I mean, yeah. Drew's not gonna be playing around. I mean, he's the most one of the most respected agents in the league. So I feel like he knew he just didn't want to do anything about it. And I feel yeah, like, no. if you, I mean, if like you, you knew, for, if you knew last season, then I, you know, I'm, I can't say nothing. Then you knew better. But I'm just going off what I've seen on Hard Knocks because sure. he came, he reported, and had the helmet. Mm-hmm. So. If you reported and had the helmet, that's a different story. Oh, um, I'm sorry, y'all, for interrupt, but uh, yeah, Tennessee almost scored on the first play. <laughs> mm, there you go. 
But well, do we do we need we need to hurry up and finish yeah, so that we, but, can, we can do our predictions before the first score happens, right? But yeah, I guess for but, me, like, couldn't he have kept his helmet? And it's kind of like, uh, lack of a better term for technology. You know, you have your iPhone. Is yeah. it the same thing? You go from iPhone 10 to iPhone 11. I mean, you upgrading, so usually all the features are going to be better than the features before, right? Just like with yeah, shoes, but, you you go with the Air Max One, you go to Air Max Two. I mean, but it's the view though. Like I mean, he the catches, view, you got to be able to see the ball and the defender. Like, you know, as when I played, you know, little lead and stuff like that, and up when I played both sides of the ball, you need like I had two helmets. When I was on defense, I wore a crab. When I was on offense, I wore a box where they removed the bars on the side so I can have more vision because you got to keep your head on the square by there. Yeah, but that's the helmet though. Off, that's so. that's that's the grill of the helmet. That's not the helmet itself. You could have changed the face mask, no? No, but I think he was saying something about the view though. Mm. Like it came out too far, the helmet on the sides. So I know he had a problem with that. And um yeah. if that's the case, then you know, I understand. But also, if like you said, if they told him last season, hey, you can't play with it, and then he showed up anyway with it, then that's on him. But if they dropped it on him when he reported and said, hey, oh, yeah, you can't play with them, then I'm with him on that. Like, I played 10 years with this man. It's, you know, it's like putting on a hat every day, my favorite hat. You know, it's, it's warped to my head. I know what it can do. I can see. I know how to catch the ball. You know, but I mean, how much was that contact? How much was this contract guaranteed? I mean, if that, I just hope it was worth that. Nah, I don't think the helmet was just the main issue of him leaving Oakland. No, was, no. yeah, like yeah. Oakland, and they in rebuild mode. AB in win mode right now. You know, he had the. Uh, I ain't gonna say the back end because mm-hmm. you know so much. Uh, regimen and height, his work ethic, so he can mm-hmm. play. He easily can play into like yeah. mid thirties. Mm-hmm. But um, all right, so he goes from there, and then he goes to the Patriots. So now, I mean, but like you, you know, said, the, the the off the field started in Oakland and traveled to him to New England. Like, so he didn't really come in fresh, clean slate. He already had stuff that was. You know, poking at him off the field, okay. and it's just you know you didn't know what was gonna happen, so you had they had to make a business decision and be like, hey, if you're gonna be suspended, we gotta let you go. So then the thing is, again, I mean, I'm I'm just saying what what you as the closer, I mean, you played, you you had more, you went higher than I did, so that's why I'm deferring to you when it comes to some of this stuff. So. All right, so I get that, but then you may have a chance to come back to the Patriots, but then you just mouth off and say all that you stuff. Know, that's, that's the South Florida in them, though. You know, you know we live down here, so we know how it is. But yeah, that's South Florida. And you, you hot, you heated. Millions yeah. of dollars. I, you know, I probably would have went off too. Yeah, but he's got a, He's he's a business. Yeah, I mean, he, if he's a business, he's been doing he's this for how many years? He's a brand. But you know he he always been the kind of cat that don't hold his his tongue. You know he's gonna say what he say. That's true. And then after that, then what happened with the Saints? 
Well, the Saints couldn't sign him because, you know, they were threatening to put him on the exempt list. Mm-hmm. So, when you got that baggage also attached to you, you know, like, you sign him, we're going to put him on the exempt list. He can't play. So, he's just on the roster. So... But then why why is him saying it's a publicity stunt and you're just using it for all that stuff? I mean, you have if if his thing is I need to be on a quality team, I need to win right. now. He had, I mean, I still think I mean Pittsburgh. He couldn't. He probably wasn't going to do anything. But between the Patriots and between you know the Saints, he could just been on the exempt list, not play. They straighten everything out. He keeps his mouth come shut. Back next year. He would come back next year and boom. Yeah. Well, either way, he gonna. It's the same situation. Now he can come back next year. You know, off the all the off the field stuff will be handled. He'll come back next year and start off clean, and then he get to choose where you want to go. Who's gonna? If the Patriots pretty much don't want to touch him, look, I was in um, his first game in the Patriots when they played Miami. Oh, he looked good. I mean, he got Man, his I mean, one touchdown. He had no practice. Essentially, one week of practice. A man open when you say hike. Like you know, he had Pittsburgh, so I I never gave too much props because he he was a stiller. But firsthand, I seen him firsthand at the game, and he was open every time. So he's a problem. But as long as his talent level and work ethic stay the same, it's thirty two teams, twenty eight are signing. Oh, they'll sign him. But the question <laughs> is, if he want to be for a contender. Is the team going to trust him and yeah, try to give him no. max money? If you want to win, not ma- money-wise, it's going to be a bunch of loopholes in that. It'll be a bunch of loopholes, but I don't know if a team is going to pay him what they would have paid him before. Cause oh, he's going to get paid. He's going to get paid by a non-competitor. But it's going to be more like a center-based. Like, you do this, yeah, you do yeah. that, don't do this, and you do this, you get this. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So, like, so right now you got Michael Thomas or you got AB. Who are you going with? Mike, that man, but <laughs> Mike, that man, but uh, I seen AB firsthand. Okay, yeah, that's he's fast and he open. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So is he worth the baggage? That's that's what I mean. AB, you got to think about it. This you heard about little stuff he did. Oh. In Pittsburgh, but this the biggest thing he ever did in life. Like all this stuff with the the young lady and all that, this like the biggest problem he ever had in ten years. Mm-hmm. All that Instagram and all that junk in the locker room, you know, that's nothing. You, you got other players that does you know stuff like that just to have the um, starlight as AB got, so yeah. it, you don't hear about it. That's true. That's true. All right. So, all right. So we we did the A B talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Since it is conference championship weekend, well, let's start talking. Let's start talking. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's hurry up and let's talk hey, about that even Tennessee they beat Chiefs us. game because I got to make sure that before that game, before the scores get too far ahead, we've got to give our I'm, take. I'm, it could have been fourteen. I'm, look, Tennessee. They got that. They got a goddamn. Superhero in the backfield. Um, you don't want to hit that. That's all business decision. Once he breaks past the linebackers, that's true. <laughs> that's a, that's, that's so, a hey. Let me think about my career before I do this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, With Derrick yeah. Henry. 
Yeah, that's a, you know you got to think about your family and stuff uh-huh. as he coming. Uh huh. But um, you got your life insurance policy taken care of before oh, you yeah. tackle us. <laughs> Earl, I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> uh, even though they beat us, I'm a, I'm gonna ride with Tennessee because when they when we were playing, I like I had um text my home where Eli I'm like, hey man, here we a problem. I'm like. I seen that after his third carry, like he's gonna be a prop. We're not gonna be able to stop him. And look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was surprising. Like I think the fact that you're playing against, you know, Baltimore, Baltimore, I mean, I figured no, I just, just figured from an offensive perspective that, you know, they would they be able to back and forth. Up, yeah, go back and forth, but the scoring was a lot lower than I thought and you got to give it to Vrabel. I mean, again, that's a product of you know your Bill Patriots, and stuff like that. Yeah. but I'm just I'm just surprised how you know you've got that run passing quarterback and he couldn't do anything. He I'm gonna isolated tell you, Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you my. I'm sorry for cutting you up, but I'm gonna tell you my opinion on that Baltimore thing. Why did they sit out week 17? I know the injury thing, but you're not gonna play for a while. So, you know, you have them play week 17, I, not the whole game. Let them get some reps, you know, keep fresh. And then, you know, if the score get out of hand, then you sit everybody. But they played recently. So you got a team that in, didn't play in like three weeks, two and a half weeks, going against a team that had been playing every game. All the way up to you. So we gonna be more efficient than the rusty team that been chilling, watching play, uh, watching video and tape on us, and they're trying to show up and get their rhythm and <laughs> back on track. No, Tennessee, they were rolling, man. Baltimore, they were rested and chilling, and they and they showed it. The rust, right? I, I said Harbaugh's bad coach, but I would have played him least until halftime week 17. 100% agree with you there. And that's – I don't understand why college or college and professionals – they say they're – I don't know why they're not. Every time that you go on the court. Like, for me, the way I look at it, I would – I couldn't have said it better myself than how you said it. Don't play him the whole game. Don't play him when he's blowing out, but at least let him get – you know, you know, Congrats. like preseason, for instance, right? And, you know, that third game preseason, you let your starters play, you know, first two, three quarters or two quarters. And then after that, then you sit them out. Then right. that's fine. And the thing is, is now the team, like, if they would have, if the Ravens would have played their starters, played against Tennessee, Tennessee needed to win that game to get in the playoffs. Right. Tennessee loses that game. Tennessee not in the playoffs. Tennessee not in the playoffs. They don't beat you in the playoffs. So that's, right. I mean. That, <laughs> they knew you. They look, knew y'all. They knew. And then only thing you come in rusty, like Lamar was on fire. Mm-hmm. They cooled him off by sitting him nine. So he's trying to ignite himself in the, you know, in his teammates. But you going against a team that's on fire. They, yeah. We already on fire. We ain't trying to light nothing. We we burning through stuff. So by the time Baltimore caught on, it was too late. And it's not like Lamar. I mean, Lamar did, clearly didn't play his best game. But it he wasn't like he was terrible either. I mean, the yeah, man was, was putting up stats, but 
that just goes to show how you give them, like you said, you they're already going to get the bye week. So right. That's already going to be one week. So of you, rust. Can, you you give him two weeks of rust, and he wasn't even hurt. Like it'd be one thing if yeah, you know he's he going, going he, into it. You can get healthy in two and a half weeks if there's no major injury. Because mm-hmm. like uh, NFL players tell you, maybe after week five, they hurt already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he can get up to like if you was at ninety week seventeen by the time that first. Oh my goodness, Derrick Henry. <laughs> But by, by the time he got to that, you know, that first playoff game, you know, he, health-wise, he's probably been up to where he was, 90%, 95 Yeah. So, but that's, yeah, like, that was all about Like, he shouldn't have shot him. He should have played him. If, you know, if somebody would have got hit hard or something like that, Yeah. then you take him out. Yeah. Then, but I'd have kept him, like, in rhythm. And then, because I knew he was going to be sitting down for a week or so that like teams come off a bye, they come out slow and rusty. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season, they play the week three preseason game, skip mm-hmm. week four, and then play week one of the NFL season, and they start off slow and sluggish. That's the same thing. Okay. Like Patriots, right? That's why Bill gonna be the best to ever do it. Break, even though we have stuff locked up. Brady still plays week 17. He don't play a lot, but he still play. He himself. Maybe yeah, like the whole team. Other players, but he... He'll play the whole team if it ain't if they don't have no injury. You're going to play week 17. We can be the number one seed or whatever. With the Z, you know, with the bye. We're going to play the number one game. You're going to play week 17, and then you're going to play after the bye. That's how so, you have to look at it. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So we talked about that game, and then what about that whole Chiefs against Texans? Texans, that first quarter, they up like what, twenty-one points? <laughs> pretty 24. much twenty-four points, and they pulled a Patriots against the Texans. Yeah, like and, and turned that up and ended up putting fifty. Yeah. <laughs> how many? Was, was it? Was it? Five wait, was it, it was, five touchdowns in the second quarter? It was thirty-one oh. unanswered points first, I think, or something like that. Crazy, like Mike Vrabel. I'm sorry, man. I don't like to hear people getting fired, but you, you got to get fired. Like you were making some weird decisions. Not, not that wasn't Vrabel. That was um O'Brien. O'Brien. I'm, I'm not very yeah, yeah favorite Tennessee. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So geez, O'Brien, yeah. you you got the go. You got like, them tripping, tripping. Fourth and one, you are 20, uh, 21 zip. You kick a field goal and you. So I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not mad at that. I'm, I'm mad, mad at, the, at that. I'm, I'm mad more of the that fourth, fourth down. On that fake punt. That's what I'm saying. I was gonna go to that. I'm mad about because you get at least you get points. But, no, but why you are you gonna? Like why this, you gonna, You're not gonna go for it on fourth down. You got them down. You got points. But they're gonna go for it on a fourth down. On the other side of your yeah, on the other side of that's the part in your, that I'm in your territory. You gonna go for it, but you wouldn't go for it when you was in a territory on fourth and one. But fourth and four, uh, you gonna go for it? Yeah, like the momentum, like that field goal, that doesn't kill your momentum. The momentum oh, yeah. changes when oh, yeah. they stop that fourth down play, and then all of a sudden you yeah 
they score a touchdown, and, and then the following kickoff, you fumble right into his hands. That's what I'm saying. It was done. And you know how quick those Chiefs can ignite. So yeah, that's too much. Po- that's too much offense over there to be playing around with. You got to put that away. That's what I'm saying. On that fourth and one, you got to go for that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the- you know we get it and try to go up twenty-eight zip, and then okay, now y'all bring it. But clearly it didn't matter because she scored 51 points. So, yeah. I mean, for me, I guess the way I look at it is I get the points. I would rather be 24-0 at score Not versus I go for a fourth down. <laughs> I oh, I wouldn't went for that, down. Fake, that fake punt? No, no, no. I'm talking nah. about like like if they were to go fourth down whatever to score and they miss it and then you give momentum to the Chiefs and then they mm. start earlier. That's how I look at it. But right. Jeez, like I don't know if there's anything else to say about that, man. Like, yeah, it was horrible. It was horrible coaching. O'Brien, you gotta go, bro. I'm sorry. Gosh, gotta get up out of there. And make it and bad just to, to see see how and the Texans. I mean, you know they they seem like they're like that gritty team, that team that that's mentally yeah. strong. The other part of it too is that once they started seeing that avalanche, they couldn't stop it. Like there was nobody on that Texas team that could say, "Hey, this stops now. We got this." And they stopped coming. They couldn't do anything about it. So I'm more upset about that, too. Right. Yeah. I'm uh, watching the game. Um, Casey almost got a pick. Went right through it. He know he didn't catch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, um, uh, All right. Yeah. So let, let's just go real quick. So you you pretty much in that game, you've got Tennessee. Yeah, I got Tennessee. Winning? All right. Yeah, so Tennessee I, I got just, the- they on fire. That's, it's their year. So I'm going to ride with them. The only reason why I got the Chiefs right now is because... That tight end. Oh, Travis Kelsey? I think that I still go back to that game that y'all played against them last year. Mm. I feel like if Kelsey doesn't get hurt, then the outcome might be different and y'all don't go to the Super Bowl. No, uh, I don't share that view. <laughs> I, I, know, I know you don't share that view, and that's why I'm saying it. I feel like Kelsey, he's in. He's not hurt. He's, I mean, I mean he's hurt, but he's not. He's playing. I feel like that's the difference maker right there. I feel like there's too many weapons that the Chiefs have. And, yes, I know Vabral, you know, he's a disciple of Belichick. And they'll figure something out. But and plus he played linebacker. So he, mm-hmm. he knew a, a couple of things about guarding tight ends. So. But it's just, like, I'm not saying that this is Gronk number two. But this nah, guy, nah. I mean, the, the thing is, is when you got Kelsey lined up as a receiver, that's different than Kelsey being on the line. Yeah, and I don't care what linebacker anybody. I mean, you got a linebacker out wide. They don't know. What, I mean, that's foreign territory. If he's on the line, okay, I got you. But if he's split out, if you got three wide on one side and you got Kelsey on the other side, that's a problem now. Yeah, problem now. He ain't no Gronk level problem, but he's a problem. Yeah, he's not. He's not Gronk. He's not Gronk. Yeah. But, but that's the only reason why I got that game with that. So okay, so you taking KC. I'm thinking KC. You gonna give me points? <sighs> hey, it's KC. Man, light it up out there. I mean, I feel like KC. I mean, again, we we're seeing the the first score right now, so I feel like I give it two touchdown, two touchdown okay. win, two okay. touchdowns. You know, because again, you got to respect the defense, but I think eventually, right. I mean, if all you like it's the Tannehill factor. Like if Tannehill. If Tannehill, are you going to ask Tannehill to win the game for you? If you're asking Tannehill to win the game for you. Oh, what Tannehill are we talking to? Talking about Miami Dolphins Tannehill or Tennessee Tannehill? Yeah, you know, again. Tennessee you know, Tannehill, me, Tannehill me, I might ask him to win the game. 
that that is true. You know, I'm 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 still slighted in, in my <laughs> head. You know, I see what he did for the Dolphins, and right now I see it's it's the curse of the Dolphin player. Oh, yeah, definitely. It got to be it, you ball it, out. It got to be the water down there. Uh huh. Patriots. How many how many players did the Patriots pick up from the Dolphins and turn them? Wes Welker. Yeah, you know, a bunch. <laughs> that's another conversation for another day, man. Yeah, we'll talk but, about next, next podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll do the next podcast. We got all offseason talk about how the Dolphins players think and how the Patriots are able to do whatever. So, right. That's what we got for the first game. Let's talk about the second game. Let's talk a little bit about, oh, you know, NFC Niners? Niners against Green Bay. Double check versus Jimmy G. What do you got with that game? I got Niners, man. Let's, let's go back to the, the mid 90s, man. 49ers back in the, in the NFC Championship game. 49ers possible back in the championship game. So I'm I'm gonna take the Niners by 14. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you and I have to agree on this one. Like I would have loved to say Green Bay just to be the antagonistic person, but I feel like with San Francisco, I That's feel like four. what they got. Yeah, that, there you go. Yeah, there you go. They got them boys up there. Everybody's nobody's hurt anymore. Oh, let me ask you this question right here. Yeah, is it me or Nick Bosa? Clearly, the best Bosa brother right now. Isn't that something else? <laughs> Isn't that something else? I mean, you're you're thinking Joey. Joey, a man, your man now, but dude, Nick, oh my goodness, pops, pops, what is pops doing out there? Like, how is he? Like, is, is he it's another brother. Steroids. Do they got another brother? I mean, Joey and Nick, and is there somebody else after Nick? There might be a I don't know. If it's another one, oh, oh man. <laughs> Gosh. I ain't familiar with the Bosa family, but if it's another one, oh, he's gonna be a problem. Gosh. <laughs> if you know the one. first one, first one, you know, he had a lot of responsibilities because his dad played. Right. And then you figure, okay, then you know, so Joey, you know, he had that stress and he had to do something. And he you know, he got his money, he held out, he got his money at the Nick. Nick was like, I'm not even playing this whole year after I, I got this little injury. I'm not risking it. Yeah, was he yeah. Number one or number two pick? Uh, number two pick. Number two pick. He's like, I'm a boast. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And man. And it worked. Gosh, that line. Yeah, that front I, four is a monster. Like uh, Aaron Rodgers. Well, you might yeah. need that state farm insurance. <laughs> Oh, uh, Derrick Henry just go tens up. Yep. Didn't didn't um. What was I was gonna say. I feel like Green Bay got killed when San Francisco played it before, and they in San Francisco wasn't even hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, they they did destroy Green Bay early this year. Yeah. So no, I think San Francisco they they got they got some players. They got some. They got some running backs that'll do their thing. Right. That's the front line. Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers is going to be running around. It's not going to work. I got San Francisco as well, so that's an easy one. So we'll so we'll see what our matchups are. I, I got KC versus San Francisco. You got Tennessee versus San Francisco. So it looks yeah. like we got San Francisco in the game. Right. Yeah, I gotta go right though, so we're going on, what, 10 to 0, Tennessee against the Chiefs. So yeah. Five minutes and 52 seconds in the first. I ain't saying it's over, but Tennessee looking good, though. You know, KC do got a lot of offense. They can score in one play. Yeah, we'll see if there's a if there's a remix of what happened last week, if it happens again. All right, so we got that NFL. Anything else NFL you want to talk about? 
Um, NFL, now I'm done. You know, Patriots done, so I don't really like talking about NFL. <laughs> but um, we can switch over to the Conor McGregor fight last night versus do I, Cowboy. Do I need to? Do I need to get my my guest UFC fighting co-pilot to come on in and tell us a little bit about what happened in that fight? You can tell Dave we can't see her, but she can. We can hear her though, so she let, can let me, come on. Let me see if I can get her. Let me see if I can get her. Hold on, I'm a prompt speaker. Let me see if she's willing to come down. Yeah, that, that that's was right. Crazy. This is this is Rod and Harry for Raymond and Sons, and we are doing a podcast live right now. And we finished doing some NFL talk. I got you on speaker, but we decided that we want to talk a little UFC. So I wanted to make sure to see if the the UFC, you know, person who's got the most information, you know, the UFC insider would be willing to come down and talk to us a little bit about this. McGregor fight that happened last night. Would you be available to come down? Oh, yes, I will. Come, come on over. All right. So we're going to talk about something else, but we're going to have you come on seconds. down so that we can understand exactly what happened. And you, as that UFC woman who knows that information, can tell us and explain to us what 40 exactly seconds. So we're, we're, we're <laughs> come on down. That was a man, though. But 40 seconds, though. All Jeez. right. I, that was quicker than the conversation I just had with Desiree. Yeah, 40 you know? seconds. He it, with the shoulder knockout. He did the shoulder oh. lean on him. So yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna come down. We're gonna have her do, you know, her talks. We'll see what they're talking about with potential fight twos, and we'll see what she's got. Yeah, hold up. Fight. You better, you better leave Khabib alone. Okay. Let let let's 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 wait. Let's have the queen come <laughs> down, and we're we're gonna have her talk a little bit more about what's going on. All right. So in the meantime. You know, do we want to talk a little bit of basketball? All star game. Um, soon. I mean, that's really changed right you know, now. We don't care about that. Um, I mean, you know, did you see LeBron in Houston with the MVP chance? I did not see that. Oh man, it was it was a away game, and he got MVP chance. Yeah, MVP I know the Lakers probably took over were, the stadium, but they was when they were MVP two in other. MVP people who have won, and you got oh. LeBron getting the chance. LeBron well, you know, Westbrook, in and he got Harden. Wow. In, in Houston, getting the MVP chance wow, at a away game. Never that's, seen that before. I mean, I've seen it before, but I haven't seen it when you've got a you got Harden. When you got a, an MVP on the home team, I haven't gotten that. I haven't heard that before. Yeah, like I'm saying, like. Hey, it was, it was something to see now. I was like, wow. Wow. Man, all right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got now Desiree Jones. She's another one of the sons and Raymond's sons. Now, Desiree, you're not going to be able mm-hmm. to see us on camera because I've got to, I have some technical difficulties. A lot of technical difficulties. Wait till I'm, you see the YouTube video. Oh, boy. All right. So I'm going to have her sit down. <laughs> I'm going to grab a seat. Make sure, Desiree, you speak into the mic so that you sound nice and clear. Come on down. Have a seat, Lady UFC. Hold on. Let me get my chair, and then I'm going to have what up, Desiree talk about the fight, talk about what her thoughts were, and then we'll go into it. Hold on. Do some small talk. What's up, Des? I know hey. you're there. I can't see you, but I know you're there. I see you. Yeah, I'm not, I'm moving, right? Yeah, you're moving. I see yeah, you. Yeah, y'all ain't moving. Yeah. 
I see Harry, he's still there, but he's not here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been looking at this for uh, how long we've been doing this. <laughs> I mean, my thing says 51 minutes, but you know, my thing was pausing too. Yeah, so I've been looking at Harry like this for an hour almost. Oh, wow. All right, Desiree, so speaking to the mic, so we're talking a little bit about the McGregor fight. Mm-hmm. So McGregor and Donald Cerrone. Okay. Cowboy. There you go, the Cowboy. Cowboy. So. So last night again, so I was telling the Raymond and Sons crew how we had gone see Trevor Noah and then how we were talking about, hey, are we going to be able to see the fight somewhere? We pretty much said, hey, it's probably not going to work because everybody's going to be packed. So I did. I was able to watch it. Yes, right, Oh, well, there you go. Were they, were they showing the fight at the, in the casino? Yes. They probably would have shown they it somewhere. They were showing the boxing it, at first, and then they, I think they switched to pay-per-view. See, that's why I'm yeah, surprised. Yeah, they showed it at the uh, But that's another uh, conversation. Uh, another yeah. All right, so... We, we've got Desiree Jones here, our celebrity, our UFC insider. So tell us a little bit about this McGregor-Cerrone fight. Come on. Okay, well, McGregor, he has been gone for a very long time. Everybody knows that. Donald Cerrone, cowboy, he's known for being fearless. He's, he wins some, he loses some. We know that he might lose, he might win. He wins and He's going to put the heart out there. Yeah, he puts his heart out there this time. He couldn't. Mind you, Cowboy has been taking pain for a very long time. We're going to look at Cowboy's stats. It's um, 36 wins, 14 right. losses, zero draws versus McGregor, 22, 4, and 0. Right. Both of these two, Cowboy takes – he doesn't take as many breaks as Connor. Connor can go for a year, two years. Cowboy is fighting every three, six months. And we're talking right. about a 31-year-old McGregor and a, a 36-year-old yeah. Cerrone. Now yeah. we go rewind it and put a 30, 31-year-old Cerrone with a 30-year-old Connor. That fight might not last that long. Yeah, like um, as far as you know, he probably would have gave him a little bit more. But then again, it's kind of Donald Cerrone is unpredictable. Sometimes he wins, sometimes he loses. So it's hard to say what will actually happen. Right, I thought he had him. Like when Connor jumped, uh, swung and missed, and he went under. I was like, "Oh, this over." I had Cowboy, and then I don't know what kind of um, guard he put um, Connor in, but it was terrible because he hit him with the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Twice. And, yeah, three times. Three times. Yeah, okay. Like three times. Yeah, he hit him three times. The third one was like, "That's it." Night night. But um, and it was over. But. Yeah. The the uh, the first one hit him I think in the forehead and then the second one hit him directly in the nose the bridge of the nose and then the third one was like the same spot and that was it right and I was like Jesus forty seconds over but I was more proud of Connor after the fight not doing you know yeah 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 because he's humble like he yeah he humbled he like. I let you know him and Cowboy friends, like, because I don't think he would have did that if that would Khabib, and he did it. Khabib, wait, you know, if he did Khabib like that, I don't think he would have had the same action. But I feel like Khabib kind of oh, humbled Khabib. him. Yeah, he, he, he ain't ready he for humbled Khabib. Him. He made him, you know, he made him like that. Now, I'm right. it. We're, watching, right. we're watching that fight right now. All right, let's see. What what you see right now, Desiree? I see yeah. some elbows, and then I see, like, Cerrone is a beast, but that, that left that left head kick, it look, he ducked it. But mind you, when he ducked it, that knee hit him. And yeah, it, it kind of like hit him on the temple. And it hit him on the temple. You hit somebody in the temple and the nose, mind you, the nose, it blurs the vision. Yeah, hit him in the or nose twice. Or it makes you confused. 
And I got hit in the nose before. And I literally stood there and just was in shock because my eyes was watering. And I was confused. It Like, it it does something to it your brain. It goes straight to your brain. Yeah. So, it goes straight, yeah. No, so, mind you, Cowboy just got hit with a knee in the temple. He was getting hit with elbows. And then he ducked. He went down a duck. If he would have ducked a little bit higher instead of going too low, he would have had McGregor. Yeah, I yeah. thought he had him. So when, yeah. he, when he swung and missed and Cowboy, I thought he had the, the torso and it was going to be over. I, I, thought thought he, I thought it was like the Holly Holmes and Ronda Rousey. Remember right. when Holly Holmes, when, uh, Holly Holmes ducked uh, Ronda and it was it was over. Right. So you got that duck. So, you know, you, you Cerrone ducks. And then like what Desiree was saying, I think he ducks too low. Yeah, he got too yeah, low. He went too that's low. where Connor ended up getting him with the knee. But Connor did like a jump punch, though. Yeah. It yeah. was like a... Like I don't a, want to say Superman like a, punch, but Superman. it was like it was a, like yeah. a midman, midman punch. Yeah, like a cross. He did a, like yeah. a jump cross. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then so. once I see these knees happening and I see Cerrone trying to, you know, bear hug him, and the yeah. bear hug probably wasn't tight enough because the man was still dazed and he was probably just trying to hold on to. He went to he went to like a uh, arm guard. He grabbed like his arm, yeah. but Connor's shoulder was free. Mm-hmm. Like I ain't never seen nobody use their shoulder like that. Uh, I have. Yeah, see, Dez watch all UFC fight guys. MMA, Dez is the person. John but John. I never seen nobody use. I seen it. I'm a. Let me retract yeah, that. I see. I seen it used on the ground. Oh, you you ain't never seen John Jones in the clinch, elbows and huh? shoulders. John Jones. He's the, he's no, he's a shoulder man. Yeah, I see him use it. Mostly when he on the ground. Nah, he does it in the clinch, but it's so smooth. You yeah, he do it against the gate. Elbow. Yeah, he does do it against the gate a lot. Yeah, but you wouldn't notice, like you yeah. know what I'm saying. Nobody never Connor, used it Connor's in the not center. Used, but mind you, Connor, we not used to him using a shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that caught me. So, when I'm watching, knew, I'm like, what? If you think about it, he knew he studied and he knew that he's seen. Okay, I can connect a shoulder with him because people don't use that with Donald. Donald, everybody know Donald Cerrone is the type of person that gets in there and fights. But right. I know I'm gonna have to use every defense, every offense to get this man rattled, and that's exactly what he did. And it yeah. set him up for that left head kick. And, and you know, everybody know. Connor's whole left side is very powerful, and if you mm. open up and if you get him open to have that left open, it's over with. Night night. Right. All right. Like, so, so where where are we going next after this? So we we see Connor kind of back. So is he, that going to happen? What's going on, Desiree? Is that going to happen? Mm, no. Okay. So I just watched the MMA, um, the UFC president Donald, I mean Donald, Dana, Dana White, Dana White, White, and he um was saying that. It is a possibility, more than a possibility that uh, Khabib and Connor would be taking it back. Connor said, you know, he ain't, you know, he ain't really pressed about it. But Dana White wants to make it happen. But, but you see what you see what just got through in there, Dez. Uh, Ferguson. No, the Mayweather. Oh yeah, but like you know, Connor gonna go with the bag at. Yeah, but he was saying something about the Mayweather. They have a lot of things in work. So I don't think it's just anything with Floyd. I'm thinking it got to do with even Clarissa Shield. A lot yeah. of people, a lot of factors, a lot of big money fights. Yeah, um, but you got to think about it like this. Which one going to make? He going to go with the Floyd. Like if Floyd said, oh, let's fight this summer. Uh, yeah, he going to go with it, period. Oh, yeah, you, you got to go with the 100 million. Yeah, but. Yeah, he going he gonna, he gonna to do the same thing in the UFC, what he did a couple years ago. 
Is he gonna give him more? I mean, before it was pretty much. No, nah, you ain't get more than Floyd. You gonna get that hundred million dollars? He's gonna get more than Floyd? Nah. Mm-mm. So how much is he gonna get? Hundred million dollars. Yeah, hundred. I mean, this Floyd's one. gonna get like two fifty. I mean, three. I mean, <laughs> some like crate. No, well, you know, he died. You know, he he died now because he's been gone for two two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So he'll probably get around like guaranteed. He'll get a hundred and fifty. Then he'll probably get a big cut of the pay per view. So I put Floyd for that fight around 250, 300. You know how Floyd get down. His promotions got to be front. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it'll be he's going to make promotion. sure that his money is where it needs to be. But so, Carnegie got smarter, though. He's going to put McGregor promotion out there, too. So, but he uh, learned. He yeah, learned yeah. the best. So I said. If he, because they say he earned a hundred million dollars in the last one, so I put it at a hundred again, possible because he out of his sport to one forty with his promotion attached to it as a co-promotion. Mm-hmm. So who, who? So I know what you guys might say, but who? I think do people want to see Floyd fight more, or do you see people want to see Connor try to beat Floyd more? Um, they're gonna want to see Connor try to beat Floyd. Floyd, you know, when it comes to boxing, he hated because mm-hmm. he unblemished and he talks, and people hate people that's you know winning and talking. Mm-hmm. So that's why the Connor and Mayweather fight two will gain more ground in Connor versus Khabib, just because you know Khabib the number one in his. His weight class, so yeah, he's also his his stocks has went up tremendously. Yeah, so so if Connor have a choice, he gonna take overtaking four or five million dollars to fight Khabib. He gonna take that one twenty or whatever to fight Floyd. I don't think it would be as entertaining because we watch. I think we all witnessed the Floyd and Connor fight the first time, and I felt like it was a joke. Um, Yeah, yeah, a box like. A UFC fighting a boxer in UFC, UFC gonna watch him. Right. A UFC Unless it's fighting, a, fighting a, a boxer in boxing, the boxer gonna watch him. Right. Oh, yeah, right. you can tell how tired Connor was like after the first couple of rounds. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you know, Floyd boxing. Was just pacing him, just just playing with him, but yeah. he want he didn't want it to be a knockout because he wanted it to be stretched out as much as possible because he knew that the longer that he lasts in the fight, you know, the less that Connor's got that. Right. So everybody's he got that can, one shot, play with one him. hit. You get that you one hit, you can get anybody. A UFC three rounds is one round of boxing. So <laughs> you fight one round of boxing, you would have been dead three rounds in UFC. You'd be like, you and now you in the middle. You got you got ten more. You got ten rounds. You got nine more of these. Plus, I mean, Connor. That's a lot. Connor. How how many matches, Desiree, did Connor actually go the distance, approximately? Like, does are most of his fights knockouts where they're not lasting more than one round? Or to be honest, I'm not sure. I know. I think he got like. I know he got like. He's not in the highs because Donald Cerrone is one of them. But um. I think he got like twelve or thirteen out of the. Yeah, yeah, something around there. Twenty eight fights. As far as those stats, I'm not sure. So probably like a third of his fights. He's not even lasting the full three rounds. Yeah. Right. But mind well, you, you all of those rounds, like the championship rounds are five rounds. That's 25 rounds. I mean, that's 25 minutes. Um, right. He did do that with Nate Diaz. And- yeah, but like, like you said, there's 
the championship round of five minutes, right? Yeah, five minutes versus boxing. Yeah, which boxing is forever. Yeah, <laughs> round one round is ten minutes. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes twelve minutes. Yeah, so, so that's a totally different race. And mind you, in UFC, <laughs> they're they're twenty five minutes. They're just action, action versus yeah. boxing is more. You have to think, and the thinking is a lot. It, it takes a lot of energy. And uh, thinking. thinking and bouncing. Yes. The whole time. Yeah, I agree with y'all. So what about? I mean, the way I look at this is Connor probably has more to lose if he's trying to play Khabib. Oh yeah, yeah. Khabib boxing Floyd. I mean, Floyd is the whole. Well, I'm not a boxer, and I get more money. Right, Floyd is. I play Khabib. I'm setting up my legacy. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm getting money to put away. I mean, his whole thing is if if Mayweather loses, you know, he says, "Well, I'm old." You know, I, right. that's not really me being me. So, and that's not a, that wouldn't technically be, you know, in the records. I mean, that would be an off sanction. It wouldn't be an official fight, right? right. No, it's I mean, official. With nobody, but. No, it's official. Like the last time when they fought. It's official. I thought everybody was saying that no. that's not official. It's official because Connor got his boxing it's, license. Yeah, it's yeah, official. Boxing license, but how do you think Mayweather got the 50 and 0? Yeah. The, the, the 50 fight was Connor. In the eyes of us, it's not nah, it, I, like yeah, two nah. boxers but, don't really see that. They see that as a publicity nah. stunt. Just like like the new publicity stunt, um, Leda Ali and Clarissa Shields. Yeah, and right. Clarissa is my age, and Leda Ali is 42 years old, sitting around 200 pounds, and she yeah, won't like this girl, you know? Yeah, so, but you, you see what she, Ali said in the boxing yeah. match. I, I love like, Clarissa. I love Clarissa. Like she'll beat Alia beat her in a boxing match, but if they do UFC, nah. No, I'm talking about Clarissa Shields, the boxer, not oh. not Amanda Nunes. Remember Amanda Nunes and Clarissa supposed to be yeah. fighting. That's yeah, like thing. a boxer, like a UFC fighter fighting a boxer, like nah, that's not gonna work. Like, not in boxing. That just that's money grab and just a cross sport promotion that people want to see because you don't you'd be like Jones versus you know Brock uh Jones versus Dante Wilder you feel me like you want you you put them against each other like oh who'll win Dante Wilder uh Jones Dante you, and you'd be like in what right in what yeah <laughs> and then the person said hands you'd be like Dante Wilder probably killed Jones in the ring so how much money you think if they do the UFC thing, you think Dana White would be able to get nah. to try to? I'm just boxing, curious. Uh, UFC can't generate as much boxing money. Like the money, that's the thing. Oh, I know that, but what? What? Give me a number. What? What do you think, Desiree? I mean, as the one yeah, who is the the biggest right. person. <laughs> you talking about Floyd fighting Conor in the UFC fight? No, I'll just say in general, like if they're trying to do this Khabib thing and you're trying to get McGregor, because really. Because it could be, it'd be, a, it'd be like a ten million dollar purse. Like no. they'll split ten million dollars. Oh, they split ten. That's not even ten yeah. to the winner. That's they split no. ten. Like last night, I seen the um, payouts. Conor McGregor got three million dollars plus the um, the knockout of the night mm-hmm. bonus, 50. and Cowboy got four hundred thousand. He would have got two hundred thousand more if he would have won. Conor got three million dollars, win or lose. So, you look at that, 
and then you like you got to go with the hundred million dollar deals. Like that's why Khabib said he'll fight uh Canelo. I'm like, for what? So Canelo can knock you out. But I'd rather get knocked out and know I got ninety million dollars coming. Say that. So he in the ring to get knocked out. Long they said last a minute, I'll be running around. <laughs> like all right, yeah, okay. like Canelo fighting Khabib. Canelo's gonna clearly win that. I'm surprised that we haven't seen more of these crossovers since that whole Mayweather thing. Because I would have thought oh, as soon as that oh, happened, oh, you hear a lot of them. I mean, just, I mean, do they happen though? No, because I mean, you, you hear about people, people wanting to do it. Not, yeah, not you necessarily do. boxing, but Brock oh, Lesnar. Dad, I can't hear. You. Get close to the mic. Oh, Brock Lesnar. I can't say his last name. Him. He was uh, a wrestler. Um, there was a few people that crossed. Even NFL players. There's an NFL player in the UFC crossover. So they have crossovers, but as far no, as he's talking about um, the male fights, like, so like UFC. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. saying that's what I'm saying. As far as boxing. It, the money has to be right because boxing is a business in the beginning. And, and you got to have the people, though. So And they will never jeopardize their business if it don't make sense. Right. And UFC, yeah. they be open to it, but they also a business. So it has to make sense financially. And if they feel like they're not going to break over 100000 at the gate, it's kind of yeah. hard for them to say, yeah, I want to do it. It be sounding good until... They start looking at it on paper like we might we might put more in production and promotion than we'll make actually on the fight. Okay, open and blind. Like um, crossovers. Like the, to get Floyd to fight in UFC, they got to get Floyd like three four hundred million dollars. No, Floyd, Floyd Floyd's not gonna do that. that. Like Floyd, yeah, because he's too old anyway. Floyd's too old, and you know no, Floyd but, isn't Floyd look, isn't gonna be able to get into any holds. As soon as he's gonna old, he's done. Listen, you call Floyd right now and say, fight Connor in the UFC fight, $400 million. He don't give a damn if he lose or win. Well, that's he my got point. Like, it's got to be it's gotta be 400 500 <laughs> to be able yeah. to do that. And I bet yeah. you a lot of people would probably pay that because a lot of people want to see that man suffer. No, but see, how the UFC set up, they, they, uh, they pay-per-view numbers would be high, but the gate also generates to that. And the guaranteed money, like you would have to give Floyd two hundred or that four hundred up front. Like Super Bowl prices. So, the, you've seen the so that's the Bowl. problem right there. That's why he'll never fight a U. That's why UFC fighters, like if Khabib want to fight Conor, it's gonna. I mean, um, Canelo, it's gonna be a boxing match. If Conor and Mayweather fight again, it's gonna be a boxing match. If Jones, like Jones and Dante Wilder want to fight each other, it's gonna be a boxing match. Because boxing can generate more. Money the UFC. Well, not only that, but I feel like UFC is not going to want that because if you're going to their number one, number two people, I mean, I'm sorry, the other way around, boxing is not going to want that because those boxers, Bo- they, they will. They know the boxers ain't going to get hurt though, here. If they're in a UFC fight, no, no, they're dead. UFC, they know UFC can't generate the money to pay them to do it. But boxing, no, like the but commission. Let's say they could, though. Like I feel like you know all the people, oh, they they wouldn't they let that happen. Them. You can't stop them, though. They, yeah, they they would stop it because that. No, would... no, boxing can't stop them. You know why? Because all right, when you're in the UFC, right, you sign to a contract with the UFC. Boxing, you're an independent contractor, fight the fight. You're not signing nobody but your manager. You get what I'm saying? So they can't stop you for doing other stuff. 
You get what I'm saying? Like when yeah. Connor fought McGregor, he had to give I think UFC like forty or fifty million dollars to do it. I do believe there is an underlining to every boxer. I can't hear y'all. Oh, I said I feel there is an underlining to every boxer. There is something oh, in that boxer, contract like, with that manager that says if you do this, blah blah blah. But listen, I feel like the a money there. They they coming, Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they coming. The money, if if you said Canelo seventy five million dollar fight could be that's your highest person Mayweather in the UFC fight, Canelo is gonna start training UFC. Yeah, yeah, you are. But see, the boxing commission don't have to worry about that because they know UFC can't generate that kind of money yet. Mm. So it's gonna be a boxing match, and they gonna make the money. They're going to get the, the top UFC fighters to do boxing, but they know the UFC can't get the top boxers to do UFC fights. That's a little, you get what I'm saying? Like, a, they know they can't do well, We, that we, kind we of see what yet. you're saying. So, yeah. So, I guess we're just going to have to taste tune. I mean, it looks like we all think that McGregor is going to probably do another boxing match. Well, before. he said last night he want to fight again this summer, but I don't know. You know, you have to talk to Dez about who his opponent would be because I know but, he'll be fighting in April. But I think the question is how much, like, if they want to do the boxing match, you know, the question I mean, that's going to take a lot of time to publicity that. I'm sure Floyd's going to have to well, do they something have to talk. So, they started last night. Well, that's what I mean. So would it be quicker to do <laughs> the that boxing, boxing match, match or would it be quicker to do that rematch? It'd be, it'd be quicker to do the boxing match because B got to fight scheduled already. Mm-hmm. So Connor won his fight. He His schedule open. He said he want to fight another UFC fight this summer, but it, it, that would be I'm easy saying. to replace with a boxing match. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So it yeah. sounds like we both feel like the boxing match is going to happen before the remake. Yeah, because they started last night. Mayweather posted Connor versus, I mean, Mayweather versus Connor 2. And then they got retweeted by Bleacher Report and then retweeted by MMA, um, uh, the UFC thing. So I was like, okay, this is what they're doing now. And then when they, he, he was asked about it last night in the post fight. <laughs> and he was like, I fight anybody. So we know he going to go with the money. We know Connor character. Like, he a warrior, but he a smart warrior financial savvy so he gonna go with that money all right last take last take because we are one minute one hour and 15 minutes into this okay Lesra, you got any last takes that you want to talk about ufc type of stuff that you want to leave with the with the crew with the raymond sons crew just make sure y'all check out khabib and tony ferguson because that's the next fight right, April, and right? If, yes and if tony ferguson win or khabib What's his name? Conor McGregor is one. He wants to fight Tony because Tony technically has been untouched, but he has been hurt. That's the only reason why he's not the champ. And him and Conor had a lot of things to say about each other. So if that happens, Conor probably will box, but he wants to take one of them down for sure. Right. If you gave him a choice, it gonna be Khabib first. Oh, for sure, because he wants that. He wants that rematch. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be. But not, I don't think it's smart, to be honest. But you know that'd be probably the biggest purse in um UFC history too. It could be versus Conor. So business wise, it would make more sense for 
the UFC. I'm not saying they root for the fighters individually. They do. Yeah, we know. But, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure they root for Khabib to beat Tony in April, even though that's going to be a hell of a fight. Um, so they can set up the Connor versus Khabib two later this fall. Watch. I'm down for it. Oh, you know, I'm a, I'm riding with the Russian man. Choked out a bear, so. <laughs> All right, so there we have it. We got our resident UFC personnel there, our insider. So Desiree, again, thank you very much for that. Desiree, thank you, you think Dad. we can have you on a little bit more when we have our UFC section of these cause discussions? Because you were really giving us that information. We really appreciate that. Yes, I'm down. Let me know, and I'll be right back. I'm one All of right. the sons anyway. All yes, right, man. Are. One hour and 16 minutes. I think it's time for us to get out of here. Rod, thank you again for, you know, taking that lead because I'm having some technical difficulties. Yes. Wait till you watch the YouTube video. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, again, those who are Raymond and Sons fans, thank you so much for being fans of us. If you want to make sure you're able to stay tuned with us, please hit us up at Raymond and Sons Podcast. You mm. know, we have that on Instagram. We've got that on our youtube channel you can look us up again on our podcast and you know my man rod he is doing a multimedia blitz you're going to be seeing a lot more information on raymond and son so definitely stay tuned to that any last words rod before we get out of here and watch the end of this game no you know like subscribe follow listen do whatever share and thank you for your support and happy 2020 and let's go tennessee titans god damn it All right. With that being said, thank you again for another episode. We will see you guys next week. I am going to get out of here, and then we're going to let Rod get out of here, and we'll figure out what recording that we use. All right? So thank you again, everybody, and we'll see you next time. All right. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Raymond and Sons. Let's turn on to the podcast. Yo, it's Raymond and Sons.